You know, one of the things, um, and I, I wanted to answer your question about what keeps me driven, uh, what keeps me driven in, in terms of, you know, my activity uh, for the past 30 years, um, you know, whether it's uh, the Global African Business Association or uh, NAPAC USA, that's the Nigerian American Public Affairs Committee, um, where I serve as national political director. I do things in Phi Theta Kappa International Honor Society. I do things, you know, educationally, um, and people, and, and you know, yourself, as well as many ask me, you know, what, what keeps me uh, going? What keeps me going is spiritual energy. Um, I understand the task at hand, and it's a large task at hand that we have to begin to build systems. I think oftentimes black people, um, domestically and internationally, want to do the right thing. Uh, they just sometimes don't know how to do the right things. And I think, you know, one of the key things I've learned over a period, I've, you know, going through all these different schools of thought and all this type level of scholarship, uh, one of the key things that uh, we don't have is, is a system. Um, and that's what drives me every day, uh, building a system. It's important that we build a system um, of sustainability. And I think that's what we lack in our communities um, is a system. I mean, oftentimes we, we talk about black businesses and support black businesses, support black banks, uh, support this, support that. But how do you, how are we able to support these things if we're working in silos all the time and working, um, working with a spirit of mistrust? I think often you have churches on every corner that can stop crime, that can transform communities overnight. And instead, uh, you want a tax break and you, you're busy taking people to heaven, but you're not um, busy taking people to a credit union or, or CDFIs, which is a community development financial institution, or even starting um, a, a topic that we have been talking about in GABA, uh, venture capitalists or private equity firms that lead to venture capitalism uh, to, to create an economic impact within our community. We have to we have to learn to uh, think out the box and throw away the box and start building systems. And I think, you know, for years I have been discussing this and I'm dedicated to building a real system for our people in the 21st century. We're living in the fourth industrial revolution. And one of the key things we have to stop looking at things um, traditionally. And I think that's been a, a, a killing a killer point for us is looking at things traditionally. I think we need to uh, pay close attention to uh, the disruption that's going on within our our global community as, as people of color. Um, I was taking a tour myself and uh, the co-founder of GABA. We were just uh, taking a, a tour of a couple of, of African markets. We've been doing this for quite some time. In fact, one of the reasons why GABA started uh, originally eight years ago was because uh, we wanted to strengthen and support our African markets. And here we are eight years later back at square one, um, really ready to roll this thing out. And what I, what I found out is uh, the lack of a system with our African markets. You have here in Michigan, um, a, a store called KNF that's owned by Arabs selling African and Caribbean food to African and Caribbean people.
and taking looking at these other African markets, um, and I asked them specific questions like, where are you getting your products from? Um, they're getting it from Maryland, they're getting it from Chicago, they're getting it from Cincinnati. And I did research on these uh, distributors, they own by Hispanic and Asian uh, and Arab people. And so we don't even control the supply chain in our, in our, in our food markets uh, and you have inflation. So what happens if the products uh, become um, cost prohibitive, these markets, these African markets have to shut down. And so that's because we lack a system. And so we need to be in the business of, of, of building systems. I think we build too much, too many individual projects for us to make money on the side, but we're not building wealth with a system. And I think, you know, we need to get out of that mindset of, we have to get out of that mindset of, of 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 individual individual money and making a few coins here and there as opposed to building a systemic measure of impact and empowerment that we can link to the continent of Africa that we can link to the Caribbean that we can link to Brazil which is the second largest uh, uh, second largest uh, group of black people in the world, 100 million black people live in Brazil, um, right here in the Western Hemisphere. And so uh, we need to understand that we're in a, we are in a cycle of disruption. We need to take a look at uh, how we run our schools differently. Um, educational technology is going to play a huge role in revamping the way we educate our children this decade. Why are we still having traditional discussions on funding at a local and state levels of government when it comes to our taxes, our property taxes and things like that, or appropriation dollars at the state level for education? Why are we still having those conversations when educational technology is going to disrupt all of that? That means we need to start looking at changing the funding for these things. These educators and, and, and these educators are not discussing that. These politicians are not discussing that. Uh, we need to take a look at uh, libraries. I sit on a library board in the city of Inkster, Michigan, and we're looking at changing the way we do library business because it's hard to keep a library director. Um, you know, it's, there's disruption going on in the library. There's disruption going on in city hall, you know, with blockchain technology and fintech. And so we need to start understanding and looking at things differently um, and start preparing 10, 15 years out, what our, our, our local urban communities should look like, what uh, Nigeria should look like 10, 15 years down the road, what Rwanda or Kenya or, or Botswana should look like 10 or 15 years down the road, or Jamaica or Haiti or Panama. We need to start having these real serious dialogues and strategy sessions of how to build a system within the confines of the 21st century so that our children, children, children will be better off because of the decisions that we make today.